Um, okay, so, <clears throat> uh, this is, this will be, um, the second podcast, I think, um, and we did the first one, and I, it was really good, I enjoyed it a lot, and I think it went well, um, most of the feedback, uh, that I've had, that have, has come from people, has been basically people saying I spoke too long in the beginning and uh, people didn't like my sniffs. So, fuck you. No, that's really mean. Um, No, I've listened. Um, Hopefully I'll learn. Um, But yeah, um, what I've discovered as well is we were very lucky to have had Simon, uh, you know, we as in myself and and you audience um because simon is a fantastic storyteller he didn't need uh much kind of guidance from it was just he was he's he, he that's what he does he's an actor he's a storyteller blah 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 um so when i go around trying to get people to tell stories um this is it's not an easy show to do it's that's it's hard it's hard graph uh doing that and we went 50 minutes and that's that's a long time for a single story i don't know the longest time you've ever had listened to a story told by someone in person but 50 minutes is 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 a good is a good thing i mean yeah so what i've decided to do is just kind of wing it, right? I'm just going to wing it and see what happens. You know, I, I, I love talking. I love the sound of my own bloody voice so much. Um, so I'm just going to wing it. I'm, I, I got a new phone because um, I'm pretty sure it was it was my cat, Ed. He, um, I'm, I'm looking at the bugger right now and he, I'm pretty sure he was the reason um, the phone broke. However... I, um, it could have been me, you know, you don't know these things, you don't know these things, because maybe I left it on the toilet seat, because secretly I really wanted a new phone, and I knew that phone wasn't, wasn't right for me, nonetheless, I'm recording this on a new phone, so it may sound different, um, I don't know why I'm, I'm blabbering on, so anyway, um, I am going to try and tell a story, um, live now i'm gonna just try and do it i'm gonna see if i can do it Um, i'm basically procrastinating taking the bins out um and i have a story that's that's kind of come immediately to my head and i'm and i I worry it's not funny um because i want this to be funny i do but you can't force the giggles the giggles kind of they come and they and they come naturally so i try not to think too much about it um the moon is out. I can see the moon. It's very beautiful. Um, yeah, so I'm going to tell you a story. And this story is... It was one of those times in my life where I had to learn to control my anger. Um, because it was getting in the way of me being the person that I want to be. And I, you know, I, I, I've, I've battled with anger all my life, really, I have. Um, 
And anger is an interesting thing because anger, it feels good to be angry. I'll admit that. I'll happily admit that. It feels good to be angry. And anger is, um, it's empowering um, because you're seizing control from a moment you have no control in. And it's it's a really awesome thing to feel when you're really angry and you're like, ah, I'm gonna I'm gonna punch a hole in the wall. I'm gonna put my fist through the back of a chair, which is what I I've done in the past. Um, but this story was about me conquering uh, my anger. Um, so I prattled on a lot and now and anyway, here is uh, me talking about a flower pot. I hope it's fun. I hope you enjoy it. Goodbye. Well, let me let me tell the story. Let me set the scene. So, we are. I'm I'm, I'm with my my uh, my wonderful partner, uh, Leanne, and we. Uh, we're kitting out our our our, our old home. We, we we you know we wanna we wanna we wanna make the home nice, and um, so we decide that we we're gonna go for a long walk on a on a very this this was a very warm you know similar to the time I'm recording this, you know, us us English were very, um, the weather is a. Uh, a capricious thing in this country. It's some days. It's you know. I don't need to explain to. It's it's a, it it gets cold in in about space of five minutes, and then suddenly it's hot. Suddenly it's cold, and you you you're constantly catching up to the season. That's how it feels. It's like you're constantly catching up to the season, and it just catches you off guard. So anyway, summer comes along. Leanne and I are are desperate to kind of make our home, make our new our new house a home. So we decide to walk up to Brighton Racecourse from the marina. And Brighton Marina, for those that don't know, Brighton Marina is, it's sort of like a hidden Brighton gem. Because a lot of people think that the marina is not, it's not, it's not a pleasant place. And, and I will say that parts of the marina, yes, I think someone somewhere dropped some balls. Some balls have most certainly been dropped. But the marina has a fantastic inner harbour, outer harbour. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful place if you go a little deeper into it. Uh, you can find the fishermen on the wall. It's it's a fantastic place. It really is. It's a good place. So Leanne and I lived in this in this marina, and we decided to walk up the white chalk cliffs of 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 Rodine of Brighton, and we walk up to. Uh, so we're walking up over kind of very the. So this is the the, the coastal part of 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 Brighton, and this is more towards the east of brighton this is the this is the farthest east you can get within brighton right at the east of brighton i've said east a lot there um and uh yeah so so we're walking up we're walking north um up a hill so brighton has brighton's quite hilly but this part of this is the race hills so is where brighton race courses uh race courses there and there's a muay thai gym there as well it's great um and we walk up this hill and it's baking, it's sweltering and Leanne and I are 
you know, we're just on a mission. We're just trying to get a flower pot. We want a flower pot. Because we want to, we want some plants for the house. And one of the most fantastic things about walking up, you go through Whitehawk and you walk up to the race course. And one of the most fantastic parts is you're moving inland away from the, the sea. And as you go up the hill, it rises quite, it's quite a steep hill, so it rises rapid. I have done that hill up on my bike. That was not easy. I, I, I didn't make it all the way. I, I made it like, right, you know, I did a good amount of it. I was, I'm pretty sure I have done it on my bike. I, I'm willing to, if anyone wants to challenge me on this, I'm willing to meet them at the bottom of that hill and I will push on my bike, not my current bike, my old bike that got nicked. I could do that. I know I can. Anyway, um, so Leanne and I are walking up this steep hill. It's very steep hill, um, which I can cycle up, uh, in, into towards the race course where there is a garden centre in which we will purchase our flower pot. And one of the most beautiful things about walking up this big hill is you don't notice it, but if you turn around as you're walking up the hill, you get one of the most intense and insane views of the horizon and the sea. And it's always fantastic. Every time, no matter the weather, no matter the the season, no, ma- no matter how you are, how you're doing in life, whenever you walk up that hill and you remember or think to turn around and face the horizon and face the sea and face the sky, it always feels amazing. And I remember doing that with Leanne and, and, and we were just, just mesmerized. It's just mesmerizing. I, I, I can't, you can put it into words and I'm doing that. That's exactly what I'm doing right now is I'm putting this moment into words, but there is something so profound in it because it is forever changing. I have never looked at the sky and gone, that's how it looked yesterday. I've never thought that. Ever. Even when there's blue sky, the sea will be different. So we walk up this hill and things are going well. Leanne and I, 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 I'm pretty sure we were, it was fine. It was good. We were having a good time. We were laughing and joking and chilling. We were probably high. Um, and we're going to the race course. Um, and Leanne and I, we, we, at the time, we didn't have the boys. We didn't have Ed and Rex. So we... Um, we were talking a lot about getting pets and wanting pets and things like this. And we bumped into Leanne's friend, who I shall call T. And, and another one uh, who is, is, is a wonderful lady. She's, um, she's magnificent. Um, and T and her friend uh, are called G. Um, T and G were, um, have I got gin and tonic on the brain? Probably. T and G were um, walking a whippet 
And this whippet was, there's a beautiful bit of, around Brighton Racecourse, which is wonderful for dog walking. And there's a lot of dog walkers there. And you're right at the top of this hill and you can see the panoramic view of the city and the, and the horizon and the sea, blah, blah, blah. And they're walking this whippet and this whippet comes up to us and it's, it's fantastic. I can't believe it. I've, no, I've never really had the chance to actually play with a whippet. And these whippets are go- they're gorgeous, gorgeous dogs. And so we were playing with this whippet. It was... You know, it was a, it was, it was kind of, it was a puppy, and they, they were, they were telling us this story there. I remember, yeah, they were telling us a story about it because it had escaped this whippet, this puppy whippet that belongs to G of T and G, the my friends, Leanne's friend T, and yes, and G is the the owner of the whippet, or not the owner, but the, I think his mum, it was his mum's dog. Anyway, they told us this story about how the whippet. Um, as a puppy escaped and the whippet had um had uh gotten out and gotten lost and we there was this moment where you could see in G sort of eyes you could see it and you see you know it really felt felt the loss of the whippet and, 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 and as I was listening to the story, I was thinking to myself, like, fuck, like, you lose the pets. You do lose them. They, they, they enter your life and they grow old and then they go. And I asked that, it's such an old classic question, you know, is it better to have loved and lost or to never love at all. And ultimately, I came to my conclusion in that, you know, you have to love. I mean, I'm sorry, but like, it's not really a debate. So anyway, T and G, we, we play around with this whip. But one of the cool things about going out into the world is crazy coincidences just happen and as we are talking to TNG one of I'm playing with this whippet you know I'm getting slobbered on I, I'm starting to get sniffles because I'm very allergic to dogs and out of nowhere someone who I know just appears with their dog and all of a sudden there's dogs everywhere and they're playing and then it's chaos and, 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 and it's beautiful, it's this beautiful day. And I, and, and I think to myself like, fuck, I could have just bought this flower pot on Amazon, <laughs> right? Like I could have just bought a flower pot on Amazon and I'll say Amazon, you know what? Fuck it. I'm saying it. Amazon. Yes. I, I use that website. I fucking use that website um, because it's so convenient. It's so convenient. Oh my God, it's so convenient. So what I'm saying is, is I could have avoided all of this interaction with people, right? We couldn't, we didn't even need to walk. We could have got the bus, we could have, whatever. I could have avoided all this interaction and just pressed a button on something I thought about for about five seconds. And then a, a random flower pot would have appeared in my house and I would have planted a plant somehow in this random flower. But nonetheless, Leanne and I decided, no, we are going to go out into the territory and we are going to go and march up the hill and we're going to let whatever happens, happens. And what happens is we meet T, G and 
and J and T, G and J, they have their dogs with them and J is not the Whippet owner, G is the Whippet owner and T is G's friend and J has a big dog that that I accidentally bonked on the head when it ran towards me. And J, T and G take the Whippet, they go. Leanne and I walk with J. We go on and we walk together towards the um, the race course in which lies a garden centre and in that garden centre you'll find our flower pot which is where we're heading I must remember this we're walking with Jay who owns a big dog it's a brown dog I don't know dog breeds um, fantastic dog Jay tells us about his, his woes of being a Brightonian you know I met this man in the gym fantastic chap knows how to stretch very well I think he's a masseuse um, he um, he spoke a lot in that moment about he was he's getting married he's getting he's getting married he's um, his his fiance um, I don't know what his fiance does but they're getting married and they were getting married in Scotland that's their plan and maybe it was the summer madness but you know, in that moment of his excitement, it spread rapidly, it spread like wildfire. And all of a sudden, Jay was offering us the opportunity to come live in his house in Scotland where he will marry the love of his life and all of these things. And I was thinking, fuck me, I could have bought that flower pot on Amazon. <laughs> you know, like, I, again, I do, do I want to go to Scotland with someone I met in a gym? I don't know, maybe. He never called me back. He never emailed me. So Leanne and I and Jay and the, and the big brown dog, we're, we're walking, we're nearly there now. We're nearly at the garden centre. And by this time, Leanne has already invited him to our wedding and we've been invited. So, so it, this, is, this is fantastic, right? Everyone's happy and, and, and we depart and we have various conversations, various things. We enter the garden centre. And... Um, at this time, <coughs> I remember, oh, everyone's going to say, oh, don't cough. <coughs> fuck me. <coughs> fuck me. Um, everyone says, oh, don't cough or whatever. Like, no, this is, this is lo-fi podcast, baby. We do whatever we want to do. I'm holding the phone right now. I'm, I might get a bit more comfortable. Um, bear with you. I'm just going to, hang on. Hmm. So yeah, where was I? Um, we get to the garden centre. It's hot, tarmac is steaming, you know, that kind of feeling. Everything's sticky. There's a lot of people in shorts and flip-flops. Um, so we, <laughs> we go into this garden centre. I won't name its name. I'm sure if you get on a map, you can figure it out. That's what some people did, by the way, in the previous story. I can't believe this. It's wonderful. It's so funny. Uh, it's great because, um, yeah, I, I love it. It's like, it's like we're all sharing this crazy adventure together. Um, there'd be no French in my story, all right? Simon blew my brains out when he was doing the French. And there's no, there won't be any Mandarin in this story either. I don't want to start speaking Mandarin without Leanne present because otherwise I'll get told off. Um, uh, yeah, so anyway, um, she won't tell me. It'd be fine, it'd be fine, it'd be fine, it'd be fine. 
She 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 knows. Oh, all right. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do with the Jongwen haiku. We're in this garden center, and um, we're looking for flower pots. Right, that's why we're here. We want to get a flower pot. We're looking for plant as well. I think. Do I want to? The plant will come. So we're looking around. We have to travel deep into the garden centre to find the flower pot. And we come across this beautiful flower pot. I'm staring at it right now. Uh, this flower pot is, is glazed. It must be ceramic. I, I don't really understand how they do that sort of stuff. I've seen it happen, but I don't really get it. It has a little hole in it in which you can put a joint in. So it looks like the tree that you have in the pot. It's a big plot. It's about a foot tall. Maybe a foot and diameter. It's a big pot. It's a good pot. Yeah, it's got a little hole in the top where you can pop a joint in. It looks like the tree is smoking a joint. It's hilarious. Yeah, I discovered that. And we um I see this pot because it's 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 a gorgeous kind of dark green, beautiful texture, speckly kind of thing, like and the rim has a colour to it. I immediately fall in love with this flower pot. I, I say to her, I must have the flower pot. This isn't the flower, this is the flower. She's, oh, I don't know, I don't know, whatever, maybe, yeah, okay, no. And then by this time, someone, she's on the phone already, someone's calling her. She's got like a bazillion things going on on the phone. So I, this is, she, so she's, I think she's with me. She's with me. She wants me to, it's my mission. I dragged her out here. It's my mission. I wanted the flower pot. Um, so anyway, we're, we're in this, in this thing. I see this flower pot. I say, darling, I want this flower pot. We get the flower pot. So we, we saunter over. I'm lugging a flower pot around a garden centre looking like me. And, um, and, and we saddle up to the checkout. We buy some bits, some water. It's hot, whatever. We chill out. And a detail I have withheld mentioning is the entire time all of this is going on, we have a, one of those trolleys that you see uh, older, older people um, dragging around supermarkets i don't know if they have a name but they're they're, there's ones they're trying to drag behind you and they have two wheels and like a big handle and it's like a flappy bag or something um and the flappy bag um bag thing we're dragging that around so there's a bunch of shit in it i can't remember what we had in there but basically it meant that once we would bought the flower pot the intention being we're going to put the flower pot in the bag in this wheelie bag thing so we, we do all of that. We buy the flower pot. There's, I, I, I attempt banter. I attempt banter with the cashier because I know that you retail people. I know, I know the struggle. So I always try and be a good customer. I try and, and just, oh, how's your day? Like, is it all right? Like, are, you, are you getting through? I try. Some people, some people give you a free cookie. It's always a roulette. I literally got a free cookie in Pret the other day. I, and I'm pretty sure it was because I just took the time to say, how are you doing? And they were closing and there was two cookies spare. He gave me both. And I, yeah, had I said anything, maybe he would have kept the cookie. I don't know. We come out of the garden centre and we... Um, Leanne is the, the master bundler, the packer. She just can pack a bag like no other. And she packs the flower pot in the bag, but it's in the top of the bag. 
And by this time, I've been out of my cave now for two hours or so. I'm, I'm ready to go back into the cave, into the, into the home. I, I, I'm in out in the world now. This is, I'm getting, it's hot. I'm getting, I'm losing it. I'm losing it a little bit here. Right? So the, 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 the demon is, you know, I, I, I'm tweaking out and I'm thinking to myself, oh, we've got to rush. We must rush. I must, we set up a good pace, a good clip, and we'll get down the, back down the hill towards the sea where we can go home. So I'm the one dragging this thing. And for one thing or another, Leanne and I go across this um, road. And I often... I'm not a clumsy guy. I am a clumsy guy, right? I am, but not in all dimensions of my entity. I'm, I'm, I'm clumsy in some things. And for some reason, my clumsiness struck as we were crossing this road and I was wheeling this thing. And we, this flower pot was like 30 quid. It was like, it was not a cheap, it's a nice flower pot. So... The f- uh, we go over above, something happens, right? Something happens. I don't know what the fire happened. Something happened. And I, I knock a fucking curb and, the, and suddenly the trolley just slips out of my hand and goes, cracks, breaks. I lose my shit. Like, I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You fuck, you fuck, you fuck. I'm losing my shit. I can't believe this. I'm so mad at myself. I'm just angry at myself. It's like pure rage. Paul Leanne is looking at me like, oh, fuck. So here we go. So, oh my god, I'm I'm living. I can't believe it. I'm like this fucking. This is a flower, but I came out of this way. I could have bought this thing on fucking Amazon, and here I am. I had to deal with a bunch of dogs and T G and J, and it's fucking crazy. So here we are. I made it through. The the the, the cashier at the garden centre didn't like my joke. Fuck's sake. Okay, I'm here. Broken flower pot. So what do I do? I get angry, and then immediately, immediately. We're tired, it's hot, sunny, blah, blah, blah. Immediately, I go into problem-solving mode. Problem-solving mode. And I sprint. But and bear in mind, we have walked from the garden. The crash, the, the destruction of the flower pot happened maybe a good 20-minute walk from the garden. So we were 20 minutes back, you know. It's, so it's like maybe it's like hour walk, hour, half walk from the bottom of the hill up to the garden centre. So it's maybe like an hour walk back down, something like that, I don't know. We're like maybe 15 minutes away back towards home when the crash happens. Like, fuck's sake. So I just run, I sprint back to the garden center. I'm like, I need to get another flower pot. I came all this way, I'm getting another flower pot. You know, I'm just getting a flower, I'm sorry, like I'm going home and I'm planting a plant and in a flower pot and this is my, and I do this. So I run in, I'm sweaty, I swear, I, I declare it to everyone in the garden, I like, oh, oh, I need a flower pot, and I run, I find the same one, I buy the same one, I, don't, I want the same thing, I, I fucked up, and I need this new flower pot. And I run back, and then by this time, I'm huffing a part of me, I've sprinted, like, I've sp- I'm sweating, my balls, it's terrible, I'm sweating, and I just, I need it. So I buy the second flower pot, that's the whole thing, because I have to get the card out on the phone, or whatever the fuck I did. And, and then I try and sprint back with the flower pot. And trying to get into the garden centre is really awkward. So I kind of sprinted not far enough and stopped. And then kind of got confused. And, and I'm outside the garden centre. And I have my second flower pot of the day. The second flower pot. And I take this flower pot. 
And I try and sprint back to Leanne, who's at the crash site, kind of being like, this fucking guy, really? Him, Leanne, him? That's what she's thinking. Um, and uh, I arrive, yeah, and she, by this time, she's also kind of packed all the shards up. And I say, all right, we've got a sh- fuckloads of shards in this thing. I'm going to carry this flower pot all the way home. So now I am carrying a flower pot. She's wheeling the wheelie thing with the shards in it. And we walk back down this long thing um, to the um, marina, to, the, to, the, to our home, our shack on the water. And um, when I'm inside, we kind of decompress and we kind of, we wow, we just experience like people, dogs, stories, news, all of this stuff. We've just experienced it all. It's like, it was a full day and we got some coffee. We had, we made it, it was a day. We made a day of it. It was really fun. But the whole thing was shadowed by this fact that I lost my shit and broke this flower pot. And whether or not I I lost my shit and then broke the flower pot or whether or not the flower pot, literally it was, it was an accident. Whatever the reason, I still felt stressed, anxious and rushed. And all of that was self-inflicted. Shit breaks all the time. All the time. I break shit all the time. I, I literally... I, I don't know. I don't think a day goes by when I don't fuck break something. It just, it just happens. Like, And why is there this rush, this sense of rush? Like, I must rectify my error now. I must fix my mistake now. So we kind of talk about all of this and whatnot. And, and then we... Um, we're kind of hanging out. She, we, you know, she does her thing. I do mine. Whatever. I'm reading a book. She's just hanging out. I'm playing video games or whatnot. And um, bear in mind, there's like one room in our house, right? Um, so <laughs> she's at one side of the sofa. I'm on the other. And and I kind of I look at the shelf. We have a shelf across from us in, this, in our little shack that looks out onto the water and um, floats and is striped yellow and white on the outside. It was a wonderful home. Um, and I see on the shelf. Some gorilla glue. And I remember there is this thing in Japanese culture. Uh, and I will just search for it now. If my phone. I'm still. Am I still recording? Okay, cool. Bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. Um, Japanese. Bro. No. Japanese. Broken. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So the English is golden joinery. And it's kinsuji. Kinsuji. That's probably... Is it... I don't know how you pronounce that sound. Is it ji or gi? It's kinsugi or kinsuji. Or also known as uh, kinsukuro. Golden repair is the Japanese art of repairing broken pottery by mending the areas of breakage with lacquer dusted or mixed with powdered gold, silver or platinum. The method is similar to the Maki technique. As a philosophy, it treats breakage and repair as part of the history of an object rather than something to disguise. How fantastic is that? Unfortunately, I don't have golden lacquer, so I have Gorilla Glue, another fucking brand that's crept into this podcast. It's good glue. Uh, Gorilla Glue, if you're listening, yeah, go on, 
a day, send me 500 bottles of Gorilla Glue and some money and I'll, I'll rep you again. Um, and I, and I just, I just think to myself, I think of this, uh, of Kintsuji and I think, well, they're right. Like that is, that's a one, what a wonderful thing to think about a break. That the break happened and there's no point in trying to disguise the break. Mend the object. I'm hesitant to use the word object, but you mend, mend, mend what is broken, and don't forget that it broke. Because the break is important because it happened. So I set to work. I lay a newspaper down. You know, and I and I and I get on my my hands and knees, and I and I. And I take the pot shards out of the grandma wheelie bin thingamajiggy. Uh, the, the, they're like tartan. They're always tartan pattern. And they're like, they are like wheelie bins. I don't know. I don't want to diss them because if you, I actually use one, they're great. Um, I don't use it anymore, but I have used it in the past. When the pandemic struck and we all had to buy our shopping, like, in, you know, weekly, mo- I don't know. It was crazy. I was using that. That's how insane I got. Um, so anyway, yeah, I'm there with the paper. And I'm and I'm and I'm, and I'm mending um, and I'm I'm figuring out how to put back together this this broken thing. Bearing in mind, I I have a flower pot. Right, I bought another one. It's working. It made it home safe. Um, but I'm like, no, fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna fucking repair something. And I'm so shit. I can't do shit in how I failed. All, I can't. I I have never put up a shelf. I've never done it. I don't get it. I'm just terrified of putting a nail in a wall in fear that I'm either going to electrocute, go through a pipe and shoot water everywhere or hit something that is in some sense going to put me in more irritating circumstances than thing. And I know there's all these tools you can use to do all the things. I do not know how to do all of that. I don't have that kind of handy confidence that 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 real handy people have where where you just you know they just can look at a, a fucking cabinet and they'll be like yeah these are good hidden joints or whatever the fuck he said the other day my buddy came over and i was like what the fuck how do, okay anyway but i'm doing it i'm putting the, the my shards of fucking broken shit together and i'm sitting and it takes a really long time and it's and I have to be careful, like, for the first time, because you, you can't fuck around with Gorilla Glue. Like, it fucking sticks, man. Please send me money, Gorilla Glue. Um, and I figure it out. And, and it's funny because I di- there was a bit missing. It was a, such a small bit. Like, I'm talking, like, millimetre bit. That, but it was missing. There was a hole in it. And then I just realised, fill it with glue, mate. <laughs> fill it with glue. It doesn't matter. Fuck. <laughs> put it back together again. So I did it. I put it all back together. And um, I, I fucking planted a fucking Buddha's palm in it. And that Buddha's palm has only ever grown since. I did it. I glued this motherfucker. I was so proud. I couldn't believe it. This thing I destroyed, I fucking fixed. I did it. It was amazing. What a feeling. What a feeling. Leanne did not. She wasn't that impressed. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, and I was very happy with myself. So when I think of that that story um (laughs) it helps me understand my own trauma in life you know we all have trauma every single person 
all of us have experienced hardships, things that have defined who we are as people in big ways. Some of us have been fortunate enough to be able to process it or to unearth it and to, to, to discuss it and be open with one another and share our traumas and our hardships and all these things. And um, whenever I get angry, when I was young, I used to hurt myself. I used to punch walls and things. Whenever I get angry now, and it's rare, it's rare I get angry now. But when I do, I always think of that broken flower pot. Because I know if things do break, they can be mended. And that, for me, is this really powerful thing. Because for me, most of my hardships in life have been through various experiences of that have, like everyone, defined my life in lots of ways. And they have been very intense Mostly mental health things. I can't say I've had a real physical... I don't, I've never really broken a bone. I've broken a rib, I've broken... Pretty sure I broke my leg, um, but I don't really... Can't confirm it. It felt broken. The doctor said it was a little frack. I, but I didn't really... Uh, the x-ray was in... I don't know. But I have broken my mind many times. <laughs> and um, I've always mended it. And the way I amended my mind was by trusting the ones in my life that I loved. And, and it's funny, in some sense, you can't repair your own mind. You must let others help you. You can't put your own flower pot back together. You know, the whole idea of no man is an island. Right? I don't know if it's a male man thing, but no person is an island, let's say. And, um, yeah. That for me, that broken flower pot is um is what I like to see because I, when I look at it now, uh I'm looking right by it. So I've got two flower pots and my Buddha's palm is in it. And just today, baby Rex bloody jumped on the cabinet and knocked the uh the bin uh, we have a spare bin, I don't know why it's up there, probably a bad idea. But it um you know, it knocked the bin off and it hit the um the Buddha's palm and it clean took her like a leaf like a stem from the Buddha's palm I was like what the fuck that flower pot has been through so much um, and if I had never mended it that Buddha's palm wouldn't be in that pot right now so I'm very grateful very grateful for to my previous self for having the tenacity to mend it and also Leanne knowing the patience to deal with me anyway that is the podcast um if if anyone if anyone is listening to this, be really curious. I might set up an email. I think I'm gonna do that. Um, I want to set up an email. I'd love to hear people's like, you know, questions or like like oh uh, recommendations for like uh, people that might be able to do a good yarn. I hope my yarn was all right. Um, I felt all right. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I felt all right. I hope it's funny. I hope you get a chuckle. Anyway. Um, Goodbye, good night, good love. Um, enjoy. See you later.